Welcome to another podcast from Access Brokerage Real Estate. This is Jim Parker, Broker, 770-265-7293, serving Metro Atlanta's home buying and home selling needs. Give me a call. Well, here are seven bathroom renovations under $1,000. First, refresh the wall colors. Fresh coat of paint. Number two, install new faucets. That makes a big difference. Update your vanity. Number four, add accessories, wood shelves, um, floating shelves, or wall-mounted storage units, over-the-toilets, towel racks. Upgrade your lighting. There's a lot of light fixtures out there, and selecting one is very difficult because you have like a three-bulb, four-bulb, and five-bulb fixture. So pick the right one that kind of balances the, the lighting to the bathroom. Refinish your bathtub. Now, a lot of those refinishes can cost thousands of dollars, but a lot of times you can do that for under $1,000. Doorknobs, uh, hooks, the knobs on the cabinets, and the towel racks. One of the things that they might have alluded to was maybe the curtains or the blinds, uh, something special over the over the windows. How about the curtain rods? Could you get a uh, curtain rod for the bathroom that bows out like the hotel ones? It gives you a little bit wider coverage in the bathtub. Keller Williams is about to slash profit sharing for former real estate agents. Keller Williams started years ago on the basis of a multi-level marketing scheme, meaning that as you come in under the brokerage, you make a little bit of money off of everybody else that you bring into the brokerage company. So your profit sharing is based not only on your performance, but the performance of others you brought in. So recently, Mark King, the Keller Williams president, said that starting next July in 2024, former Keller Williams agents who compete against the company, in other words, that moved away from the company, will see their profit share distribution reduced from 100% to 5%. So obviously, it's penalizing those that have left the company that may have brought in lots of agents, that may have brought in lots of clients that the company could keep. According to Mr. King, in an effort to win back the former agents that have left or that are leaving, Keller Williams will restore profit-sharing benefits to those who return within six months of the policy. A new North Carolina law comes after a real estate firm, MV Realty, was found enforcing a 40-year agreement to list a house. Basically, they gave the homeowner a cash stipend, maybe up to $1,000, in exchange for the right to list the property. That right extended through a 40-year period, which locked them in to using them and only them as a broker in that 40-year period. I don't think that the legislature probably should have had a new law passed to protect somebody who can't understand or read a contract. Uh, It's not necessarily unfair because if anybody said to you, a normal person, hey, I'll give you $1,000 if you just let me list your property. And in the fine print, it said up to 40 years, I could could have that right for 40 years. And you can't go to another broker, can't go to another deal. You have to go through them. When you sign a contract like that, you should be aware of all the terms and conditions. Are there other states that are considering bills to be passed to protect specific instances of people not reading contracts? That opens up a can of worms. Any particular consumer problem would result in an individual law. Demand has risen for self-storage units in the United States. Demand for self-storage rose during 2021. The lowest cost for rent of an average storage unit was $86.51 per month in 2019, and it rose to $100.50 
$110 per month in 2022. The standard garage size 12 by 20 feet is not enough storage. Average American household, people downsized and moved, and now they got to store some of their furniture, which was the number one, the most popular storage size unit is a 10 by 10, followed by a 5 by 10. You know, those are low cost, affordable units. A lot of the newer properties, less square footage in them. So if somebody is moving into a newer house from an older house, many people are downsizing from three, four, five thousand or more square footage to a 16, 18, 2100 square foot house. So they're moving a lot of crap into a smaller space. Can't fit it all in the garage. Some of these garages are so tight that either one or two vehicles fill up the whole garage and there's no other storage space. Prices could come down a little bit as the housing industry stalls a little bit, fewer people are moving. So maybe there's price breaks. How much does it cost to build a house in Atlanta, Georgia? The average home building cost in Atlanta ranges between $100,000 and $400,000. Depends on type of property, construction area, customizations, and permits, etc. Building your own house on the average takes 9 to 12 months. The average cost to build a house in Atlanta is about $127 per square foot. Framing lumber is the highest material cost, about 33000 to frame a 2,000 square foot home. Building costs can increase, obviously, with rising material costs, labor, supply chain issues, etc. Buying a house is cheaper than building it because there's a lot of different land costs, permit fees, a lot of decisions you have to make, right down to the type of light switches and type of light switch plates, how many outlets you want, what type of outlets. There's certain code restrictions, obviously, on things, but... There's a lot of decision-making. 2,000 square foot house costs about 254,000. The 3,000 costs 381,000 on the average. Material cost to build a house states $147,500. Flooring, one to five per square foot. Drywall, one to 10 per square per sheet. Siding, two to $15 per square foot. Lumber, 25 to $65,000. Anyway, you can reference the article that I posted in here for more details, but it kind of gives you a flavor of the cost of building a seven typical questions by buyers. What appliances stay with the property? How much do inspections cost? What is the standard earnest money deposit amount? What is radon? Where will my furniture fit? When do I get the keys? And what happens if the appraisal comes in lower than the purchase price? Well, the answer is appliances that are attached just stay with the property. Inspections can cost anywhere from $400 to $1,000, depending on what you want to do. Earnest deposit, which is the earnest money, usually is roughly about a percent of the purchase price. Radon is a gas everywhere in the earth that may cause and has been linked to causing cancer. Where will my furniture fit? Well, that all depends on what size, where they are going. When do I get the keys? Usually you get a key at closing. If the seller has to stay in the house for a bit of time, you'll get one key possibly at closing and the rest of the keys they will leave as they depart and or through your walkthrough when they leave. And if the appraisal comes in lower than the purchase price, then you're on the hook for the money unless you have a clause that allows you to negotiate. As always, I post links to articles that I refer to within this podcast. Thank you for listening. This is Jim Parker, broker with Access Brokerage Real Estate, serving Metro Atlanta's home buying and home selling needs. 770-265-7293. Have a great week. God bless.